The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options. In stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at Sometimes the world looks like you ain't ever seen it before Stuck behind never-ending windows, all you need is a door Searching for something to put a smile back on your face Just remembering unusual times that can come from an unusual place You need a partner for the ride Cause everybody needs a climb So set your worries to the side Just ask Say the word and I'll be there Just ask You know the greatest things in life All come in a pair They say hindsight's 2020, But that ain't far enough Pretend I got a hand I can lend Cause when you really need a friend Just ask Shit 90 Shows taught me Shit 90 Shows taught me Was not filmed before a live studio audience Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows taught me I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host Sarah Ferguson Sarah how are you? Jess, I'm no rocket Scientologist, but I feel like something's a little bit different today. I know. It's some, something in the air. There's something. Oh, my gosh. Wait, Sarah, we're not alone. Not alone. Was that, was that good shock surprise? Um, we're here with our one of our favorite returning guests, Kayla. Kayla is here to talk Boy Meets World with us. Kayla, how are you? I'm good. How are y'all? I'm really excited to be back hanging out with you again. I am so excited. I got to tell you, I posted that you were coming on and I honestly have never gotten so much excitement feedback that a person was coming <laughs> like the Kayla stands go hard. Yeah, they rolled out that like red carpet to her locker. <laughs> I have fans. I have simps. It's a, it's a thing. Thank you, everybody that loves me so much. <laughs> Kayla, how does one get a simp? Because I would like a few. Um, you know, you just win a few online games and then you make friends and that's how it happens. Yeah, it's <laughs> the only way. I'm never going to get any simps. <laughs> yeah, I tried that. I got fifth place. It didn't go so well. 
It's like, I'll just sit over here with zero fans. That's fine, too. Um, But yes, thank you so much, Kayla, for coming back. Obviously, you had good enough time if you came back to join us once again to talk Boy Meets World on a particularly iconic episode, if I do say so. Yes. It's funny, too, because we planned this months ago, and I just gave you a couple episodes to choose from, and you gave this one to me, and it's literally my life right now. And I went to watch it, and I was like, this is just too relevant. So it's a sign that I have to get my shit together after watching this episode. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did you pretend? Did you go to a bar and pretend to be a French girl? Because that's what I'm getting from this conversation. <laughs> no, no, no. Not that part. Not that part. <laughs> Oh, no. Well, I feel like this really is one of the more iconic episodes of early Boy Meets World. I feel like this might be like a top 10, at least for me, memorable episode because the whole like Corey pretending like he's Sean and Topanga is a French girl and then the breakup in the end. It's like very, very dramatic. Right, Kayla? Mm -hmm. It totally is. I was thinking that the music at the very end sounds like the music they put in when it's to be continued. Like the episode's just too dramatic yeah. for sitcoms. Like they have to have a part two. That's what it felt like at the end. Yeah, for a second, I thought we were watching Dawson's Creek because they had like a montage with like sad music. <laughs> and I was like, this isn't the Boy Meets World I know and love. What is going on? Like, we're only three seasons into the show, and yet we already <laughs> have this like massive Cory and Topanga. <laughs> montage clip show oh my god it was so dramatic and we'll have to get into it at the end but like the the scenes that they 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 showed it's like just them like standing because they haven't really done anything anything yet they haven't really done anything so it's like i'm gonna like pop Corey's collar and this is one of our most romantic moments together in our lives. So dramatic and it's like slow-mo too so it's even more dramatic. Look at that popped collar just slowly popping up and then him slowly pushing it back down. But this caught me when I was a kid like I did okay like so like full transparency did not cry at this episode was expecting myself to but this shit like broke my heart when I was 12 like it ruined my life um very traumatic would ball my eyes out um I have a flair for the dramatics you don't say you don't say (laughs) the only thing that I would say this episode needs though is like a better title because like as we said I think Sarah was saying last week when we came upon this episode I knew we were it must have been a particularly important episode because we were only covering one not two but I didn't remember which one it was just based on the name I feel like they should do like I don't know like the the one with the French girl or like I don't know something that like reminds you that this is that episode like the grass is always greener like that Kayla that is not like a great episode title for this episode maybe breakup number one or something like that how many times (laughs) do they break up in this show but yeah I mean, the grass yeah. is greener syndrome, that that's a thing. So I get it. But they never specifically, like, talk about that in the episode. So it wasn't very yeah. on point. Yeah, they could have, like, at least said, like, oh, the grass is no ways greener, I guess. I don't know. Then something. I just don't think it's a very great episode title, considering how iconic this episode ends up being. Yeah. The one with the French girl sounds like a Boy Meets World, um, a uh, Friends episode. I know. I know. I always go back. To, sure. I feel like Friends has a great naming convention, though. So, like, Boy Meets World could use some of that. I guess so. <laughs> uh, is anyone indulging in a, um, a 90s nightcap today besides myself? 
Yeah, of course. I'm drinking a Bud Light Seltzer because this is all I drink lately. The blue raspberry flavor. Literally every person I've had had try like try and taste this loves them. So do yourself a favor and go get them because they're limited edition. I've bought in like three packs because I have a problem. Yeah, I have the icy. I have the little. Yes. Ice so like, have you, you tried know, them yet? Uh, I, I tried one. So it was like a, fr- a freezer pop, Kayla, and like, you know, like the ones that you like put in the fridge and they're like a long tube. Yeah. Um, they have them. And I tried one. I tried one. It was pretty good. Not the blue raspberry flavor. I also discovered something new because um, Instagram influenced me. This is a cut water tequila margarita. It's freaking delicious. In a can. In a can. It is, like, legit. It says that there's two shots of tequila in here. Holy shit. We're, in one can? That's too, in, too many for me. Tequila's not my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jess, how much, what's your alcohol percentage on your Bud Light? 5% alcohol by volume. What is yours? 10? <laughs> this <laughs> Snorts. <laughs> this is 12.5%. Alcohol. Girl, it's going to be dancing on tables by the end of this podcast. It's a smaller and it's a smaller can than yours. Yeah, it's like a regular soda can. Like, good God. This is going to be my new, like, favorite thing to drink. Oh, my goodness. Goodbye, Frizzantes from Trader Joe's. It's all about the cut water tequila margarita. You know how they have that joke? It's like one one tequila. Oh, yeah. Oh, is it water? (laughs) I just have my emotional support water bottle. (laughs) <laughs> Kayla's our, our designated driver today <laughs> I got you Oh my gosh Yes we, we love a, a um, 90s nightcap um, Yeah Sarah we're going to have to keep an eye on you If we notice Sarah just starting to fall off on, Of her chair onto the floor We'll have to pause down <laughs> uh, But yes we we're here talking We, we won't let world. the audience know <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll just edit that part out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so we start off this episode at the Matthews residence. Uh, Topanga and Amy are watching what what is like a really it has to be like some kind of dramatic romantic movie. It sounds almost like Titanic, but uh, like a spoof on Titanic or something. Um, but Corey fell asleep, and he insists that he was crying through his mouth even though he was really drooling i can't really blame him it doesn't seem like the best movie kayla it kind of seems boring (laughs) it it really does but i think it's cool that they hang out with their parents that they have a good relationship like that i think it's cute i like it yeah i love that topanga gets along with amy sarah like i feel like they make sense as like like they would get along like I feel like it does make sense their personalities mesh yeah I think that Topanga is a really you know she's not going to to like disappoint like parents you know she's like a good person to take to uh, take home Topanga is a good girl and obviously he claims that he's known Topanga since uh, they were three years old I would like to see the evidence to support that <laughs> but they're having a good old time um, Topanga gives Corey the out he they're like hey you know what if you want to go upstairs you totally can and watch the game with your dad and Corey's no, like no, not just the game the Super Bowl. The, the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl is taking place and they're not watching it in the living room. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. I don't understand why they can't watch the Super Bowl in the living room. Why do they have to go in like, I don't know. I'm assuming it's Alan, Alan's bedroom that they're watching the Super Bowl in. 
I felt I like that was a little <laughs> mm-hmm. a little manipulative of Topanga to be like, well, if you're bored, you can just go do X, Y, Z. And it's like, come on. I, I you know, know it's that, like that a felt trap. weird to me. Yeah. Yeah. I also yeah. Wish it's like a trap of tissues. like, you can. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's disgusting. I mean, if it's your own and it's your own house and you want to like set them aside to get to a garbage can, by all means. But you and a guest like just like sharing a tissue pile is not OK. Snotting it not- up all over the place. <laughs> Yeah, that's not COVID approved. <laughs> no. Um, so then we have Eric coming down and trying to save Corey from this misery. Uh, he snatches him up, puts him on the back, and he's like, I'm saving a life. I'm doing taking one for the team. I Yeah. Yeah. I would never, Kayla, would you ever separate a man from his Super Bowl game? Um, I don't know. Probably not. I I wouldn't force him to do anything with me that he didn't want to do. I I would let him be his own person. But I also don't give a shit about sports, so. (laughs) That makes three of us. The thing is, is with, like, with the way Corey and Topanga are, like, I guarantee Corey didn't even, like, mention the Super Bowl. Like, he was full on being like, no, 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 I will, like, watch your movie with you. Like, he seems, like, overly accommodating right like he would never even dream of doing anything else but watching that movie with with Amy and Topanga Sarah like there's no chance he's doing anything else I mean is Corey not a little whipped bitch like absolutely (laughs) from day one whipped as heck and I don't even know how we got here since like Topanga basically had to beg Corey to date her for like the first two seasons but here we are like, you know, Corey is a slave to the the, the kisses. He got that big, wha- like, whopping kiss uh, the day that she got sick. And now he's, like, definitely her bitch. Um. <laughs> no backbone whatsoever. No, no. Um, so we cut to... Um, what did we cut to? Oh, it's it's Eric. Eric is like yeah. basically reaming Corey out because the past like three Fridays, all they've done is watch chick flicks. And then Corey fights back and says, oh, well, we made preserves. But the thing is, is like based on the tone and everything and like how excited Corey is about having couples magazine. Like it doesn't seem like he's doing this uh, to bend over backwards for Topanga. Like he seems like he's enjoying it as well. So it doesn't really seem like anything is wrong, at least at this point in the episode. Like it seems like Corey wants to do all of these things. He wants to watch chick flicks. He loves making preserves. He lets other people influence his feelings way too much. Like, he's just sailing through life. He's fine. And then Eric will say one thing, and then he just gets in his head, and he spirals. And it's like, you got to trust yourself. Like, why the heck are you listening to Eric about anything still? Like, it's season three. Stop listening to Eric. (laughs) Absolutely. That's probably the best advice that we can give him. Um, We kind of see Corey throughout the entire Boy Meets World series as he is a grandfather. Like, he's always been the very committed one. He's always been, like, the guy that's fine with, like, staying at home. So this is not really anything crazy from 
what we're going to come to expect from Corey. Like, that's kind of why I said, like, not too long ago that, like, this version of Corey is not that different from season seven Corey. Like, he's really, like, an old soul grandpa. Um, But he loves the preserves. He loves his nifty little, like, you know, couples magazine that has two old people on the front. Um, And he told the guy on the phone when he bought the magazine that he was married to get a discount on the subscription. I mean, Kayla, he still sounds like a child. He definitely does. And it's funny because the last episode I watched was the one where he was dating Wendy again and she like went way too fast. And I feel like he's just being Wendy right now. He's just whoosh. We're married. We're 90. He's just here. Yeah. For and this is five like, months. Your role, buddy. Yeah, this is only after five months of dating, which I guess when you're that age, like it is a long time. I feel like a lot of relationships don't last this long um, at that age. But yeah, he's like they're they've definitely turned into an old couple. And I do think Corey, like you were saying, Sarah, Corey does have this personality for like the rest of the series I feel like he's changed the most between seasons like one two and three Mm -hmm. where he's like super into sports and everything in the first season and that kind of like falls away um and he becomes a little bit more like like dorky I guess um but but yeah I don't know I don't ever just take don't take advice from Eric like I think that's what it is is Eric gets in his head and causes this whole chain of events to kind of you know, uh, continue this episode. Yeah, which is, like, super normal. Um, you know, Corey, Corey also is making muffins with Topanga. <laughs> couple, couple baking's not a bad activity, though. Everyone should know how no. to cook and bake. And that fork mm-hmm. also made me laugh. I've never seen a fork like that. <laughs> Wait, what did the fork look like? It was like a serving spoon, but with a fork on the end, and it just looked oh. really funny. Oh, so oh like a like giant huge. spork? Yeah. You use that when you're carving a turkey. Like, you stick the fork in, and then you're like, zhoop, 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 and like, you serve it. Like, that's how you serve turkey on Thanksgiving. But he's using it for muffins? For muffins. That pokes He obviously holes. needs lessons. Yeah, b- big holes in the muffins. <laughs> If you poke your your muffins too soon, then they collapse, and then that's a whole a whole other problem. Um, but I, collapsed muffins are the least of Corey's problems. This yeah, episode. yeah, I'm not I'm not trying to be a Weisenheimer. So, <laughs> um, that's so the we're word at of the school. Day. Well, Weisenheimer. Weisenheimer. Yeah, it's a legit word. Like I spelt it out, and I was not corrected by saying it's not a word. I Sounds googled like it. A, yeah, is it German? Good question. No, yeah. I just looked at the definition. <laughs> uh, so we're at school, and Corey's asking Sean if he's had any dates. Um, apparently, he's had six dates. Uh, that's a lot for like just a weekend. I have no idea how you're fitting all of those into one weekend, <laughs> like breakfast and, and I wonder dinner if it's- dates. I guess. Six girls or multiple dates with the same girls is what I want to know. The details. Two dates um, for three days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. He was busy. 
very oh, busy. two dates per day. Yeah, but how do you have two on a Friday okay. night? Here, I have a story for you guys. It's about a friend. This is my favorite story. Friend. So, so. my friend, <laughs> my, my quote unquote friend. I wish I could pull this off. So I have a friend that went out to the bar with a date, like a Tinder date, and they were having like a full date, like hung out, had drinks, and then he walked her to the subway and she pretends to go down the subway, stays there for a few minutes, then goes back up the subway to the same bar and then proceeds to have a second date with some with a second Tinder date. And the the um the bartender was like, oh, you're back. She's like, yeah, I'm like going on a second date. And then she had a second date at the same bar in the same place at the same seats. How do you know that your one date is going to end on time? Maybe she scheduled a date as it was ending because it sucked. And she's like, I need something (laughs) to pick this night up. I don't, I mean, this is my favorite story. And I don't, I feel as though like she probably knowing her, she probably said that like, I have like a hard out at like 730. Like I have to go like feed my friend's cat or something, something like that. And like yeah. she she pulled it off, though, and she had two dates in one night. And I feel like that's the sort of scam that Sean pulls for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But not as well. Like, I feel like he would get caught doing it because he's not like super smooth by any means. I just love she goes fully down in the subway. Like, so that, like, he sees her off and then, like, two minutes later comes right back up. Amazing. Peeks out of the bushes, Kim K style. <laughs> Is he gone? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wish I could pull that shit off. It would, it would be really crazy if he was doing the same thing and they, like, met back up at the same bar with their yeah. other dates. It's a lot of dates. Lots of dates. Um, but he says he's not a rocket Scientologist, but he could sense something is wrong with Corey. <laughs> Yeah, Corey's fully in the slumps. You know, he wants to know all about the dates. He's in a boring rut. Um, And he, you know, like Sean's like, oh, no, please don't tell me that you doubled with your folks again. Uh, Kayla, have you ever double dated with your parents or somebody else's parents? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I have, but it yes. was because they they were coming to visit me at college, so I feel like that's a little bit different. I I wouldn't like yeah, that's different to than if you were like a per- teenager. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my parents are cool though; like they're cooler than me. They like to have fun, so hanging out with my parents isn't that bad. I feel like Amy and Alan are pretty cool too. Like if you're hanging out with them, you're probably having a good time. Oh yeah, I would love to hang out with Amy and Alan. Um, yeah, I like go on double dates with my in-laws. The other week when they were here, I literally went to dinner with them without Drew. Like, <laughs> fully pulled a, a Topanga. Just oh my like, goodness. Yeah. 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 Paid for my dinner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Topanga even bought Corey slacks, which... It's such a weird thing to buy as a teenager. If anybody wants to buy me pants, then I'll be yours. Yeah, but as a teenager, like, I feel like you, like, anything is better than pants. Like, your mom buys you pants. I don't know. Maybe Amy's, like, spent too much money on buying Sean pants. So, you know. (laughs) Too much for her. So Topanga's now taking over the, the responsibility of buying Corey's clothes. Um, and, uh, Sean says he's the biggest expert on love. 
and his spidey senses are saying that Corey and Topanga are in a slump. Um, they're at the what fi- five month slump, the fa- famous five month slump. <laughs> I've heard seven years. Seven. That's an itch, isn't it? Seven, year, seven itch. year itch. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like you usually get to a year, but once again, they're children. So maybe it's like, you know, it's expedited. Like instead of like seven years, it's like seven months and they're a little bit early on their slump. Yeah, just, that's possible. Just a theory. Just a um, theory. So Corey is upset. He thinks he's lost his edge. Um, but Sean got an invite to a dance at Hamilton High. Um, but Corey already has plans with Topanga and Sean says just to tell her that he needs a night with the boys. But before he can even do that, Topanga says, oh, I want to get together with the girls. Great. It works out. They're both going to have their own separate nights with their friends, which, to be honest, like is definitely something you should maintain even if you have a relationship like this is like totally a thing that happened if you were in like middle or high school. The minute you got a significant other Boom. There goes all your time with your friends out the door. You're spending so much time with your significant other. Um, So I feel like they both they both need this. Um, What about you, Kayla? Like, is this something that definitely happened to you when you were younger? Oh, for sure. Like, bye, friends. Who are you? I don't know you anymore. Sorry. But it's definitely healthy (laughs) to have your individuality in separate lives. And that's something that's important to establish, like, right away. But it's hard when you're a kid because you get, like, swept up in everything. You're like, give me, give me everything that you have right now. I need all your time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And Corey apparently took the quiz in the back of Couples Magazine and he scored a 95. Sarah, what quiz do you think he took? What, what quiz is he taking where he's scoring such a high score? Um, It's probably like, are you a good boyfriend? Like, you know, mm. on like Cosmopolitan magazine or like Cosmo Girl, like there's totally those quizzes that like, are you a good girlfriend? Or like, um, like, do you like keep your love life interesting? Like stuff like that. Um, yeah. Those those quizzes. That I definitely took when I did not have a boyfriend. I was just like, am I, am, would I be a good girlfriend? Yeah. Like, what animal would you be in bed? Fingers. Like, it always oh, was yeah. something ridiculous <laughs> like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 95 is a good score. Um, like, I I mean, 90, 95 is like definitely would be. But I mean, Corey needs to put down. He needs to cancel his couple's magazine membership. Like this is it's too much, too much. Yeah, most definitely. Um, Then we get to the other storyline of this episode, which honestly, again, like these side Eric storylines are really not my cup of tea lately. Like they come on and I'm just like, what? But what are we doing here? Like, why are we spending this time here? Um, so we Turner know has Eric questions. <laughs> we yes, it's like every episode. Us he's dumb. <laughs> yes, but now they're trying to convince us that he's secretly Rain Man. Like, what, who do you think we are? We're not as dumb as Eric. <laughs> He's apparently For one episode. a quant. Yeah. Yeah. Never to yeah. be spoken of again. Yeah. So Turner is asking him where his Of Mice and Men essay is. Um, apparently Eric found a pamphlet on turtles. I, like, I don't know how that's relevant. Um, Eli asks about Eric's journalism project. He owes Eli a paper too. And then apparently the, the essay he wrote for Feeney, which was supposed to be on Joan of Arc, um, his thesis was that she's from Arkansas. So he's not doing. Oh, and he's blowing things up in chemistry. 
So he's not doing great. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, this is his senior year. He really shouldn't be fucking up this bad. It's kind of like senioritis, but he's had it for all four years. Um, so it, it's, it's a hot mess. Um, so then he's like, why can't you guys just cut me some slack? Which I don't think would work out so well if you were a senior or any student was like, can you just cut me some slack to your students, um, to your teachers? I feel like I should have tried that though. I was going to say that Amy and Alan seem like way too good of parents to let Eric just slide by this long without doing anything. Like, why do they not care about his studies? I need to know. I feel like they've just fully given up on him. That's the vibe I've gotten. It's always like a, like, shrug shoulder, like, oh, that Eric. Like, (laughs) you know, he's such a jokester. They're like, we Um, have one other one. I mean, two other ones. Like, (laughs) we'll be okay. Still, still no Morgan. Yeah, Kayla, we have not seen Morgan at all in 17 episodes, or no, 12 episodes of uh, season three. Like, like we were, we were thinking that maybe Morgan, Morgan got sent off to boarding school. Like, what do you think about that? I wonder when she comes back if it's the different actress. It is. Yeah, it, it is, will yeah. be. Um, I looked ahead, actually, and I think we have two more episodes <laughs> until Morgan comes back. It's just back. ridiculous. It's so funny because it, they, it's not even just that she's not there. It's they don't even, like, speak her name. They don't even, like, mention it. Like, typically, it's like, oh, like, I have to bring Morgan to soccer practice. Like, yeah, I gotta go. maybe we need a babysitter for Morgan. No. Nothing. Fully forgotten about. That's why I think that she's, like, got sent off to boarding school or, like, we're reform school yeah maybe she got lost they're probably gonna have some bad joke about where she's been when she comes back yeah i'm gonna have to i i i like that would be very 90s be like oh like morgan like where have you been like oh i've been like stuck in the treehouse this whole time you guys i was gonna say that really yeah (laughs) yeah yeah i could totally see that happening yeah. Um, uh, so we're we're now at the Matthews residence, and Eric says he's going to study. Um, but Amy notices he doesn't have his books, and apparently he left them in his locker. It's like he can't even bring his books home. How the hell is he going to pass any classes? I don't know how he's made it this far in school. To be honest, um, he's kind of a little bit pathetic. <laughs> I think if you make D's, you can still go on to the next grade. How is he even doing that? That's the question. I don't know. He thinks that ceramics is Sarah Mix. And he and and, and on top of that, he thinks it's the ashtray class. <laughs> yeah. I, you can't you literally like would not be able to make an ashtray these days at school. No, no, no way. I don't think so. Um. So Corey is over at Turner's showing Sean his options for a shirt for the dance. Um. Like. Full on Rob Sesterny knows it by pulling out two plaid shirts that look exactly the same. Um, Wait, but I have a preference between the two. Kayla, what's your preference between the two? Do you remember? I don't remember, but I literally wrote down like this is me trying to pick up my outfit every day. Like which tie dye should I wear? Which flannel should I wear? There's no variety (laughs) at all. For me, the one on the right was clearly better. It was like more white, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. I remember that. Um, yeah, they do. They look very similar, though. But yeah. here's the thing. 
I think we need to bring this phrase back that that Corey says. He says, me right now just ain't cutting the Dijon. Like, Kayla, tell me that this <laughs> phrase should not be brought back. <laughs> I felt stupid because I'm like, what does this mean? Isn't that mustard? I, I, I was don't like, even know. No, it's not a real thing, but I think it should be. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Guys, which shirt do you like better? <laughs> Where are you going? For the dance? I think. I think the big squares are better than big the small squares. squares. I am holding up two two blue plaid shirts right now of um of my fiance's. Which one's better? To be fair, I think that those are more different than Corey's shirts were. Like I feel like there's a difference oh, no, between right. a big square and a small square. But yes, I like same vibe, same vibe. Me too. I just want Me to too. compliment my laundry skills because those shirts smelled so good. <laughs> Did you make your own detergent? <laughs> no. I just knows how to throw them in the washer real well. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Me. Laundry's hard, Thank okay? Um, so Corey is really upset with himself. He just feels like, I mean, I feel like, to be honest, after this last year, I could totally relate to this. Like, he just doesn't feel like himself, almost. Um, and I totally understand that, right? Like, it's only been five months with Topanga, but I feel like when you do get into a relationship in the way Corey and Topanga have, where they kind of just get like completely sucked into each other's lives, that you kind of do forget what it's like to just like be you. Like, where do you end and they begin? Like, it becomes blurry, right? Kayla, like, it's hard to to know who you are anymore at that point. I definitely agree. Like, the individuality is very important and having their separate lives and... Yeah, you don't want to feel like you don't know who you are because that's a scary feeling to feel lost and like you're in this relationship and you're committed to someone, but then you're like, oh my God, who am I? Not a good crisis to have. No, no. And so Sean, I feel like correctly picks up on it being a Topanga, not like a Topanga issue, but like it does have something to do with Topanga. Um, and, uh, and he asks, I think it's like the second time he's asked like, Hey, Corey, like, how is everything with Topanga going? And Sarah, I feel like Sean's like a really good friend in this episode. I feel like he doesn't always give the best advice. Ah. Like he's always like well-intentioned at least. (laughs) I think Kayla disagrees that he was giving good advice, but, um, No, he's a good friend. He doesn't really give great advice. (laughs) So I feel like. It's okay for now. (laughs) I think at this moment like hey you should just get out have some fun like innocent fun totally fine that's good advice like you know I think the advice of like having a night away from Topanga is fine advice especially if they're spending every single weekend together and you know like during the school day they're eating lunch together they're spending a lot of time so he's Corey's not really having a lot of time where he can be with the guys i know his only guy is sean but with the quote-unquote guys so i think the advice of like you know going out and doing your own thing is amazing advice and i think that the advice of like hey you know if you don't feel like you know you're you're liking what you have to wear then like mix it up like i'll give you a jacket i'll give you a hat like let's just like go and have some fun Innocent, perfectly good advice, you know. Uh, Corey takes the jacket, not the hat, because he's prone to hat hair even without wearing a hat. Um, I feel like that one is me because I just feel like I look like a ragamuffin like half the time. <laughs> I think you look one. good. 
thank you. Yeah, she just got her hair done. It looks fabulous. Oh, you no can tell. On the podcast Drew, yeah, I, I can. So I can't see the ends from where the. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If I saw you, if I had to look at you every single day. And I would know that you got your hair cut. I mean, here, to be honest, I know you said that the the hair is supposed to look natural. And it does. But it also looks significantly lighter, lighter. than the last time I saw it. And I would be able to tell. But then again, I am someone who keeps, you know, an eye on that thing. I once got 10 inches cut off of my hair and my father did not notice. Yeah. 10 inches. Yeah. Seven it's men. currently been, it's been <laughs> six days and Drew still has not noticed you should my start charging cut. him for every single day that he does not notice. He hasn't noticed my haircut or that I got my hair done in the entire six days since I got it done. He's not going to figure it out. No, like now it's like way too long. We've passed the <laughs> point um, of him figuring out. I think that he would only like realize it if I dyed my hair like green at this point. <laughs> He's in the doghouse. You, know, you deserve I compliments. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I don't even need the compliment. I just want to make sure that his like observation skills are okay. He's not getting. Yeah, don't turn into Eric. Over there. There. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's definitely playing Eric. <laughs> um, I don't even so know him. I'm shading him. Of- like. <laughs> I mean, that's what we got to do. Speaking of Eric, uh, he's at the school picking up his school books and he overhears the teachers playing poker. So apparently this is their like faculty meeting and they play poker, but not for money. And it's kind of like, what is even the point then (laughs) if you're not playing for money? And I don't really understand Feeney's philosophy because Eric wants to play. Um, but they obviously the teachers like don't want to deal him in. It's like Eli Turner. I forget what the the like Doctor Sorrell's teacher. Yeah, we've seen him a few times. Doctor Sorrell. Um, and it's Feeney too, and yeah. they don't want to deal him in. But Feeney says, "Oh, well, the faster he loses, the faster he goes to study." I don't think so, Feeney. If you just deny him playing, then the faster he will go to study. <laughs> so I don't think Feeney's logic really works here, Kayla. I don't even know why they're at school right now. I work at a school and my ass is out of there the second I'm able to leave. I'm not spending my free time hanging out with my coworkers at school. No, thank you. Yeah, let alone your, like, least favorite student. Well, yeah, and they're hanging out with their boss, too, right? Like, because Feeney yeah. basically is the principal. So they're well, who wants to spend free time with Feeney? I could see, like, Turner and Eli doing, like, some poker, but I wouldn't want to hang out with Dr. Sorrell. He seems like the worst. Yeah, Dr. Sorrell pretty much is the worst, but I guess the this is, they're probably like the only guys in this age, maybe. I mean, I don't even know how that's possible, but um, yeah, like if you're not playing for money, then you're just playing for the glory. It's like, I don't need glory over Feeney. <laughs> yeah, but apparently they're going to deal him in. It's also late. So like the sign at the dance said it's 8 p.m., and so I feel like if he's playing, he's going to go home and have to go to bed anyway. Like, there's no time for studying at all. Plot hole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, there's no way Eric goes home after this and studies. But the deal no. was once you lose, you go home and you study. Um, and that is where it all flopped because Eric will not lose this game. Uh, he is good at poker. Um So and, you know, Feeney deals him in because he, quote unquote, needs the grades. In my opinion, I think that Feeney's just desperate to hang out with Eric. (laughs) He loves those Matthews boys. Loves the Matthews boys. The shrine of Corey has been replaced by Eric. 
Um, so, I mean, it is what it is. Yep. Um, so we're at the, the other school, Hamilton High School, and they're, it's so weird. They have, like, a kid, like, a bouncer. Like, this girl pretty much is a bouncer. And she's like, oh, and who are you? It's like, okay, now, I, who knew that this girl controlled the entire list of who's allowed in this dance? But apparently, Sean's name is on the list. But because Corey says it, they think that Corey is Sean. Um, and Sean, again, this is... I think very nice of Sean because he has a chance to get in there and get all those girls and he's single and we know he went on like six dates. So he certainly loves the attention, but he's excited to give Corey a chance for like a night out and a night of like, you know, stardom Um, because everybody, I mean, everybody has heard Sean's name, but apparently doesn't actually know what he looks like. Thank God for no social media back then. Nobody would be able to be able to recognize who's who. Um, but okay, Caitlin, you have to admit this is nice of Sean to do. I didn't think about it that way. You're right. It is nice of him to let Corey steal his identity for a night. He has such a reputation. <laughs> I wonder like how his name has traveled through town so fast, what he's been up to on his dates. Cause man, mm-hmm. <laughs> very also, interesting. The girl checking him in, he's already been on a date with her in a past episode. That was um, the cousin that Corey couldn't go on a date with in season two. So, yeah, was this it? is, um, yes. So this is Mina Savari, and we've seen her before. You're correct. Mm-hmm. She was in the episode Danger Boys. So that's the one where, um, yes, Eric double dated with Sean instead of Corey because, Corey like blew water like a fountain. So then Corey, yes. as a result, had to go on a roller coaster with Feeney to prove that he's dangerous. And yet she does not recognize either one of them. <laughs> They're running out of extras, I guess. It, it wasn't a memorable date, I suppose. Apparently not. Yeah. So this is Hillary, also known as the girl from American Pie. That's how I recognized her. Um, but so they let, they let them both in and Corey is walking around pretending to be Sean. I love when he says the like pickup line of like, hi, pretty girls. And the girl's like, only Sean Hunter could pull up a line like that. It's <laughs> ridiculous. I know. I know. Those girls are just embarrassing. IMO. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, because, like, the girls, like, start surrounding them, like, little, like, hyenas. It's like, yeah. I've never seen girls that thirsty at, like, a eighth grade dance. Like, why are they so desperate to hang out with Sean Hunter? Um, so, yeah. Corey's, like, starting to leg out, it feels. He, you know, he's getting, like, a little kick in his step. He's excited to be Sean for the day. Um, Sean's like, now you understand my Monday morning smile. Tonight, it's all yours, and tomorrow you can be your everyday, lackluster, boring self. Sick burn. Like, literally, like, this is supposed to be your BFF, and you call him lackluster and boring? Like, way harsh. We are shy. <laughs> yeah, it's not very nice. I feel like he could definitely I feel like he should say something more like, you know, your regular life, not lackluster and boring, because like, I mean, even though Corey seems like he's in a slump, I feel like normally he would enjoy those things, you know. Um, So it's not that's not the nicest thing that Sean could have said to Corey. <laughs> 
Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Um, but I love uh, Corey's attempt at picking up women um, when he goes over. Check out those little ladies over there. Or as I might say, babes. And then he does the Fonzie at them, Kayla. The Fonz. <laughs> yeah, that was just him crashing and burning. He had such confidence walking up to them, too. And then he did that. And I was mm-hmm. like, no, rewind. Try it again. <laughs> or like. Another thing is, like, was he channeling Carney, uh, Harley Kiner as well? Oh, because the I didn't leather think about jacket that. and everything. Big, Maybe. yeah, big HK energy. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, this is this is not the move for Corey. Um, but, like, he's being a tryhard, essentially. And Sean says, just relax and, like, be yourself. Like, don't do anything that, like, Corey Matthews wouldn't do. And then apparently the key to being Sean Hunter is doing nothing. Um, Sound advice, which is kind of like Kayla. We talk about like the reason why Sean is cool is because he doesn't try to be cool. He just is cool. You seem pretty cool. Is that the key of being cool? Oh, yeah, totally. I know everything about that. <laughs> it's it's like the last episode we talked about where he had his radius. He just stands there and people flock to him. But it's definitely a confidence thing. If you see someone, like their energy just is giving off that they're confident, then you just, you're drawn to them. Yeah. Why, why did I not know if you just faked it till you made it, then you can be cool? That would have saved so much anxiety when I was a kid. <laughs> Like I just feel like it's harder than it than it than just saying that though, right? Like think? Corey does end up like relaxing a bit. He sits back on the table, he has his arms crossed, but it only takes like two seconds for Hillary to come over and ask him to dance. If you had to do that for like ten minutes straight, like I feel like the nervous energy would like bubble over, right? Like it's harder than it seems to play it cool. I gotta tell you, it must at least must be more successful to pretend like you're cool than my approach when I was in middle school, which was just crying when I felt like I was having a bad day. (laughs) I feel like that was not the way to make friends and influence people. It's okay to have feelings. It's okay. Too many feelings. So you're saying like blotchy face and like red puffy eyes isn't the look. Uh, I feel like my face is getting progressively redder and maybe even blotchier. <laughs> and it's not the tequila. <laughs> um. So, yes, whatever Sean advises Corey to do works because Hillary comes over and asks him to dance. Meanwhile, Eric keeps winning and winning and they're accusing him of cheating on and on that storyline honestly just goes we can why don't we finger like finish it up now because we, then we could focus on what really matters okay um yeah have you, ever seen, have you have you ever seen the movie where they like count cards in vegas um which one is it because i think is it called I've seen 21 
I think it's called 21. Maybe. I watched one of those Oceans movies, but that's not the uh, one. That's a heist no, movie. No. Nonetheless, yeah. <laughs> nonetheless, they think he's cheating. Um, and But it's like, it's nice to see Eric's actually good at something. It's like, you know, it's pretty, pretty shocking. Um, so they keep on playing. And then eventually um, Eric keeps winning. And everybody is just like so sour. Um, Sorrell says, as the principal of John Adams High, I demand you to tell us how you're doing this. And he's like, you're not, Feeney's like, you're not the principal. And uh, Sorrell says, you keep thinking that, George. And this is when he drops the pretzels. Um, Kayla, how does he know that there's 238 pretzel sticks but 4,572 grains of salt? I don't know. This was bogus. This was so boring, and I did not like this storyline. And it's like, if he was that smart, it would have came out before. It wouldn't just be this one moment. Very true. I feel like you can just throw arbitrary numbers, and then at that point, they would have been like, you're a quant. Like, how do you know? (laughs) Um, So Sorrel offers for Eric to come to Atlantic City, and Feeney is like, you can't go to Atlantic City with my student. Only I can go to Atlantic City with my students. <laughs> yeah, says Feeney, who just spent like an overnight trip up in a cabin alone with two of his students. Like, I understand that there's a difference, but it is kind of funny when you think about it. <laughs> like, right. We just covered that episode. Right. So yeah. um, Dr. Sorrell is happy to quit um, being a teacher and um, go to Atlantic City. So that they can win money in Vegas. Little See creepy. you later, Dr. Sorrell. See you never. I never See cared you. about you anyway. Yeah. yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Um, back to the dance where things are happening. Uh, Corey is like having the time of his life. He's dancing with multiple girls. He's like, seems like he's got his groove back. You know, like he's just seems, um, not that he's not happy with Topanga, but he just feels like he's on a whole other like plane of existence right now. Just like. I don't think it's a bad thing. He's not doing anything wrong, right, Kayla? Like, he's not, he's a cheating. He's not, like, slow dancing. He's just, like, having a good time. If The only thing I could say maybe would be, like, lying by omission. But even then, I feel like it's kind of strong to say he's doing the wrong thing. I think if Topanga knew he was at the dance, it would be different. Like, I don't think dancing with other people like that is wrong. Like, they're just standing there, like, waving their hands in the air like (laughs) children. Nothing nothing, uh, too scandalous, but it's the intentions behind it. Like, he's getting attention, and it makes him feel good. And I think he does start to feel bad because he's questioning Mm – if he should be doing that and then Sean keeps encouraging him. So like the minute that he starts to feel guilty, I feel like that's when he's not, he's doing something wrong because he feels bad about it. Right. For me, it's not the fact that he's dancing with other girls in like a playful way. That's not slow dancing. It's more so that he's having fun without Topanga. And like, that's like why he's having a good night. Like, because he's pretending to be somebody else so that he doesn't have to deal with the responsibility of right. being at home with a girlfriend and the fact that he's having more fun out without Topanga um, and doing stuff without Topanga than he is with Topanga. I feel like that's right. kind of where like the gross vibes kind of feel like it's like if I was Topanga and I learned this and, you know, we get to it later, but it's like, oh, so like you can have fun with 
like, you know, like we can't have fun together. Like you can have fun without me. Like you'd rather yeah. be without me and lie to me about where you're at than like just be honest. Like I feel yeah. like that's where the grossness and like weirdness comes in. I also think it would be also, less gross as well if he's like, like, da- like, okay, let's pretend he's going somewhere with Sean. Like, let's pretend they're like going mini golfing or like go-kart racing or like something where it's him and Sean and he's not like, ooh, there's a hot French girl. I have to go meet her. Like, it just seems sketchy that like that's where his priorities are on this night out versus if you just need a night away you know from your significant other and hanging with your friends like that's not wrong at all that's completely normal to want to like blow off steam but to me it's weird that he's like focusing so much on all the girls at the at the dance that don't know who he is you know that's a good point he also says um it's the adventure and the thrill of the hunt and the fact that he's calling it a hunt like when he says that i'm like okay Corey, you got to slow your roll like you're not hunting anything even if you were you're not being successful he's like there's no turning back and so i feel like he's on a downward spiral officially at this point at this point Yeah. yeah um so yeah and also the fact that he's like he he says that he doesn't what's exciting is that he doesn't know what's going to happen next. And like, he's just like feeling it tonight. Um, so then Sean says, I heard that there's a hot French girl somewhere, somewhere in here, someplace in Europe, maybe France, just throwing a wild guess out there. Um, and he hasn't talked to her yet. And it's because it's Shaw. It's Corey's night. So, Um, so then like Sean's like, yeah, you know, like all you have to do is talk, like talk about like cheese. They love cheese. Like, but like, you know, you don't have to feel weird because it's just talking. I guess this is like where Kayla, you start feeling like Sean starting to like give bad advice as well. Because he's like, you know, you know, you don't go up to a pretty girl at a party just to talk about cheese. Right. He's trying to lay some moves down for sure. (laughs) yeah it kind of sucks especially because we got to a place where like not that we've seen much of the you know kind of uh after effects of this but we did see Topanga and Sean say like okay well we can be friends too you know it's not just that we both love Corey like we can be friends with each other but now it kind of feels icky like Sean is like screw Topanga like do whatever you want it's I mean it's obvious he's going to have Corey's back over hers obviously But I still feel like it's kind of icky for him to, like, push Corey. Like, it's different if he's like, go have a good time. Go dance. Go whatever. It's Mm -hmm. different if he's like, go specifically for this French girl. Right. Um, So, So, yeah, yeah. this is where it takes the turn. Because, like, up until then, it was just like, yeah, just have a good time. Like, just dance, whoever, wherever. But now it's like, go find the French girl and talk to her. Right. Um, So... Yeah. And then he says, this sure does beat shopping for slacks. This woman is of money and she decides to spend her well-earned allowance (laughs) on your slacks, Corey. How, how, how rude. (laughs) So ungrateful. Yeah. So, um, so, and then we also see like these two girls complaining about how like all like the guys are hanging out and flocking to the French girl. Um, so then they spot the French girl. And uh, so we make a beeline to her and some guy is talking to her and asking her to dance in like a French accent. Like, oh, would you like to 
go dancing with me. Blah, 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 blah. I can't do a French accent. I can't even try. <laughs> it's about as good as his was. So. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. The French girl says, ah, oui, um, which is, means yes. And she turns around and guess who it is? What a plot twist. <laughs> Topanga. It's Topanga. You guessed. You guessed right. <laughs> Um, it's Topanga and I feel as though like this is like the face crack of the century back when I was a young and I was like yeah. oh, what Topanga's the French girl like no way Jose yeah and this is where it gets really dicey because if we if we weren't having an issue with what Corey was doing already like this is where the rubber meets the road because he is like I want an explanation I'm really upset you're pretending to be another person like what kind of person does that it's like okay Corey like get up off your high horse because you're a hypocrite you literally did the same exact thing and I don't know what's worse because then like Hillary comes up and she's like hey Sean I've been looking for you um and so Topanga and Corey go to step outside to like have a conversation um I mean I feel like they're both in the wrong and they're both not in the wrong like at the same time like if they're both feeling this way um, I feel like, yeah, maybe they could have had a conversation earlier about it. Um, but I feel like they both kind of needed to cement that that's how they were feeling. Like they were both questioning kind of things in their head. But until they actually went out and had a fun night out without each other, that's kind of what brought them to this realization. Do you feel the same way, Kayla? I agree. I didn't like that he was mad at her because he was doing the exact same thing that she was doing I feel like maybe there's Mm -hmm. like some kinks there that they could explore to like make the relationship more interesting if they like (laughs) pretending to be other people like do that together I know you're in junior high high school whatever (laughs) but you know and then he called her insecure which I thought was very rude because I think that's just him projecting how he feels about himself but yeah Mm -hmm. I think a conversation definitely needed to be had between them because it was just kind of zero to 100 and I think that they could have talked more instead of just ending things immediately yeah yeah Yeah, Sarah like I was it was so weird watching this back um, Mm -hmm. because it's like they both kind of agree that like they haven't had fun in a long time they need a change they're stuck in a rut there's no mystery Um, they've forgotten what it's like to go out on new dates here's the thing like I feel like you don't need to break up here just agree to go out more yeah like, don't stay in on a friday night and watch a chick flick like yeah go, go have fun yeah that's updates even you that's know? exactly how i feel like the craziest concept if you guys want to go out and have fun then go out and have fun you could have went to this dance together and spent the right. whole time like dancing and meeting other people and making other friends that would have been fine you could go I don't know, mini golfing. You can go like you can go out and like do stuff, go to like all these parties, like all these kid parties. Like you don't have to necessarily break up to get out of a rut. Like you can just like do shit and have fun. But in their little like baby kid minds, they're like, you know what? Like this is just not working. Um, And they're like, you know, we've been together for so long. Like we've been married for like 40, 50 years. Um, And they need to, I don't know, like they like, you know, go and do something where it's like every day is different, blah, 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 blah. So, um, 
Yeah, and Corey's like, you know, I see Eric and Sean go on their dates, and they're so excited, and, and I'm sitting here, like, wondering what's going to happen. It's like, okay, so then this means something else to me. This means that, like, Corey's jealous that he doesn't get to, like, explore and go on dates. So now this is, like, telling me a different story. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I felt like the reason they ended up breaking up is because they were both afraid of, like, hating each other because they waited too long to break up. So their solution was to, like, end it sooner so they could remain friends, which is, like, admirable in one sense where you care so much about the person and you care about the friendship that was the foundation of the relationship. Um, But at the same point in time, it's almost like it shows their their immaturity and like their lack of experience with relationships that that's like the first thought they jump to the first solution is to break up. And I mean, we do see they kind of attempt to, to walk it back um, very shortly after, but I don't know, like Kayla, do you feel like when you were this age that that would have been the most obvious solution to you at that time is like, okay, never mind. It, you know, wipe my hands clean. It didn't work. I feel like uh, like the attachment that I have and the dependency that I have on people, I wouldn't have been able to break up like they did. Like the honeymoon phase is over, but I guess if that happens when you're that young, maybe that means that you should be moving on. Like if you aren't excited about like, an, I don't know, I'm rambling at this phase, but yeah. it's like they're bored. But how do you know like when it's time to spice it up with that person or to leave? I think it was a good decision because they're so young. If they were older or like married and right. more long term, I would have different feelings. Um, but when they both ran back to each other, that was heartbreaking. I, I did not like that. I was like, why weren't you there at the yeah. same time? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean... I feel like that was like probably one of the more memorable moments of the entire episode is seeing like Topanga run back and is like, you know, Corey, like maybe like, you know, we're making a mistake and but she doesn't see the see him. So he leaves or she leaves and then Corey like runs is like Topanga. I'm not sure this is. And then she's not there and then they leave. So I I, am. So um, I just find it funny that even though they like decide that it's over and they're walking different um different directions, like it's okay for you to like you know leave your friends at the dance to fend for themselves. It's like <laughs> fuck the people that we came yeah, fuck with, Sean. yeah, or like Topanga's girlfriends. Like see ya, bye. Um, yeah. and then and then like we see like Corey like sitting on the bench like a loner. But mm-hmm. I, 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 I know it's like, why couldn't they just run back to each other at the same time? And how did Corey not see Topanga like she had yeah. just run to the area? Yeah, it's a bit inconceivable that they wouldn't see each other. But here's the thing. Like, I agree that like this does show their immaturity in terms of like this is their solution. Right. But like Kayla's right, like being that they are so young, first of all, they're going to see each other at school constantly. It's mm-hmm. not like when you're an adult and you break up with somebody and unless you, you're like co-workers or something, like you're probably not going to be seeing them around much. Right. Like if they do care about each other and miss each other after they break up, well, they can get back together. There's nothing stopping them. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, I, I do wish like I feel like at this young age, though, it is like 
fun to explore, right? Like, you don't know what you like yet. It's good to date around. And I mean, Sean's philosophy isn't always correct, but <laughs> um, you get to know what you like and what you don't like. Um, so I don't think it's like necessarily a bad thing that mm-hmm. they broke up here. But the episode would have us thinking otherwise, considering the very sappy montage we had to watch. <laughs> this was, I mean, a work of art. <laughs> Was it, it not? It felt like so, yeah, they had so, both died, and it was like, let's yes! have their memory live yes! on and show the good life they lived. Kayla, you were spot on. It really did feel like that. And, like, I, I'm, like, laughing so hard at this when I'm watching it because, like Sarah said, they because there isn't a ton of content with the two of them yet, because... I mean, Sarah, we've talked about this. Like, Mm -hmm. Topanga has been largely absent from season three. Mm -hmm. Um, Season two, she wasn't around a ton either. Mm -hmm. In season one, they were, like, friends and not even barely friends. Like, Corey made fun of her. So there isn't a ton of material for them to pull from. And yet they treat it like it's been a 20-year relationship when it's been five months. Yeah. So, like, what we see here is, like... Season one, episode four, where they like look back at each other in the cafeteria and she puts the hat on. We get her like little like artistic dance. We have like the high five with the sparks, almost kissing in the closet, which they did not make out in the closet. Um, You know, the New Year's Eve, kissing at Chubby's after he kissed Missy Robinson, her like throwing uh, him throwing the jacket back to her when they broke up for the first time. We don't even see like their kiss in the werewolf episode with like their first official kiss or the episode where like she kisses him when like his hair is all crazy. Because, like, um, so it's, like, even, like, the most romantic moments, we don't even see. We see these, like, really ridiculous moments. Um, Also, I want to point out, even though they promise to be friends afterwards, and that's the reason why they're breaking up now so they don't hate each other, Topanga can't sit in her typical seat. (laughs) Like, Kayla, like, why can't Topanga sit in her seat in Turner's class? For dramatic effect. (laughs) <laughs> that is a yeah, hard one so though she, like can you really I have a theory. friends with someone that you love mm-hmm. well that's the thing right they're not really resolved they didn't break up because they don't like each other anymore they broke up because they thought that they needed space to explore other things but my my theory is that Topanga so Topanga has a lot of hair as we know and it's very long my theory is that her shampoo smells so good that she's afraid it will attract Corey back to her. So she can't sit. Oh. He can't be downwind of her. So she has to move the next seat over mm-hmm. so her hair doesn't attract okay. his attention. Okay. Okay. I have another embarrassing story that I'm going to oust myself. <laughs> one day, one day in high school, I was a high schooler. I had a crush on somebody and he was my lab partner. Like, can you believe I got like matched up with my lab partner? So I had this big plan to wash my hair the morning of and keep it in a bun so that during <gasps> science class, when you let it down, when the I let aroma. it down, yes. the aroma would attract him. So that this he would is just honestly, it's pretty genius love with me. And it's I a agree. flawless plan. This was my plan, like, <laughs> legit. Let's ignore the fact that my hair is probably still wet when I took it down for my bun. But this was my plan. 
did not get him did not get him. i he, love how like you could have brought like perfume or body spray to school and just spritzed before class but mm-hmm. i love that this was like a long con it was <laughs> a planned event plans I, I i picture you too like in your mind's eye being like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna do the thing where i like pull mm-hmm. the bun out and it's gonna be like that slow motion yes. like hair wave and yes. he's just gonna look over and be like i must have her yes that was fully 100 percent of the plan did the hair tag did not stuck? work you know when you have probably. to like yank it out yeah yeah probably i did not attract anybody at all but that was my grand plan and you should I try doing this with drew and say if he notices your hair then nope nope <laughs> he won't yeah really just ousting myself every single embarrassing thing um, i love it i think it's a genius really plan, close to, to him whip your hair like in you his should face. sell like, that do you keep hitting me in the face <laughs> you should sell this to like like a teen like comedy drama like they would they would use it yeah yeah well i mean that is my life uh, a comedy and a drama <laughs> talking about dramatics oh uh, we get this like really like um dramatic garfunkel song during this montage as well all i know um <laughs> It is cheesy, but apparently it's a real song. Who knew? Yeah. Um, and this is this marks the end of Corey and Topanga's first relationship. Technically, it's breakup number two after the whole like uh, jacket fiasco. If you're yeah. from whatever episode that was earlier in season two. So we're two out of 12 episodes so far. They've broken up in season three alone. Yeah. Out of 12 episodes in season three, two, two times. Yeah, so um, how are we all feeling about our first official, like, I would say, like, this marks the end of, like, part one of the Corey and Topanga relationship. Yeah. Um, Jess, how are you feeling? Um, I feel like this one makes a little more sense, I guess. Um, I, I, I mean, I think it, it makes sense given their age, right? It doesn't bother me that much. I feel like it's one of those ones that it will get quickly resolved. I don't remember how, how it gets resolved, like how quickly they get back together. So I'm excited to see that. Um, at least we went a full episode <laughs> where, where like we, we know that they're broken up by at the end of this episode. Um, I don't mind it. I think it'd be interesting to see them apart for at least a few episodes. But who knows if that will uh, that will happen. Kayla, what about you? How did you feel about this this breakup? I'm sad for them. I feel like they need a break and they'll look inside themselves. They'll think, what do I really want? Is this worth it? And then they'll talk and things will get better. But it's obvious they're hurting and you never like to see people hurting, especially when it's like when they're in love. That's the worst kind of hurt. Yeah. Yeah. I think it is really, really hard. Um, It's almost easier when you break up with somebody and they do something and you hate them for it. Rather than like, you know, it ends because like the circumstances aren't right or the timing isn't right and you still have love for them. I feel like those breakups feel harder because it's like you don't have like a good reason why it didn't end or it didn't end well or like you didn't work out. And that's almost harder to like resolve that in your head and get over it because you're like there's a lot of like what ifs. Um, rather than like if somebody cheated on you or something like big and dramatic happened. Yeah. So I feel as though like especially in my experience when you still have love for the person and you still love them 
and it's hard. It's definitely really hard. Um, they're kids. Like, you, you know, they're, I don't know, 13, 14 yeah. years old right now. They'll be okay. Um, obviously, we know eventually they're going to get back together like 30 more times. So uh, <laughs> I think it, it helps that I know the ending of what happens. But yeah. Um, so, but I, I feel as though at this point in time, it's probably important for them to separate, find themselves again, and they'll they'll regroup in no time. Yeah, for sure. I think that's I think that's the right call. I agree. I just hope that my therapist watches Boy Meets World because I will be referencing this episode next time I talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> Send her this episode in advance and be like, please watch this I in should. preparation for our next session. <laughs> it's like you'll, you'll understand why I'm going through so much easier yeah. if you just watch this 22-minute episode of yeah. Boy Meets World. Uh, and don't dock it from my time. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, are we ready to get into the fashion hour? Fashion Hell hour. Hell yeah. Fashion hour. Okay. I'm going to... Oh, give me one second here. Okay. So uh, first up is our Rachel Green Award for the most 90s outfit. We're going to start out here with Eric. Um, This outfit, the sweater is what drew me to it. He is wearing a light uh, wash denim jean and then a sweater that has like a light gray on the bottom, a dark gray on the top. It's a V-neck. And then where it's joined in the middle is kind of like a zigzag Gryffindor type of situation because it's like a gold and a red uh, his undershirt is red. And of course, he has that like very long, straight, uh, floopy hair currently. Kayla, what did you think of this outfit? I like the pieces by themselves, but together, not so much. I like the jeans. Um, the sweater, I'd probably cut it. I don't like that it's cinched where it's at. It makes him look kind of like frumpy. And the shirt underneath, I don't think he really needs to layer. Show some chest, Eric. <laughs> Let's see that chest hair. <laughs> he's he's insecure because he probably doesn't have chest hair yet. <laughs> Sarah, what do you think of this outfit? Why is hair so long right now? It, yeah. It's like really getting close to Lord Farquaad hair. <laughs> um, it is. It and is. also, by the way, Jessica, it's like you need a fucking micro like microscope i'm sorry i pictures i when i did the i don't know how you do the screen grabs of them i did my best but i'm not very good at it obviously (laughs) these pictures are like an inch big but they're very small i don't want to roast you too bad no Uh, some of the other ones are a little bit better but not much you'll have to show me how you do yours because i don't know how i'm doing there's some like mountains and peaks in this sure i i mean i don't know it's like i i rather die than wear this outfit <laughs> Next up, uh, we have what is probably the most iconic outfit in this entire episode. Um, this is the the famous Topanga French girl outfit. Uh, she has on a black mini skirt. She is wearing uh, what did we call these? They're not really tights. Beret. They're kind of oh, wh- what are they? Oh no, no. beret. Yeah, I know she's wearing a beret. She's wearing a suede beret. Um, <gasps> Sorry, I'm like she's wearing a beret. <laughs> she's wearing quite see through pantyhose. That's they are pantyhose. Um, a leather jacket, which like literally everybody and their mother was wearing a leather jacket this episode. Um, she has on some like dangly earrings, pretty much an all black outfit, and then some kind of cute little black booties. Sarah, what did you think of this fabulous French outfit? 
beautiful, stunning, never been seen before. Um, Bella, 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 Bellissimo. That's French. That's a, not a French. It's Italian. <laughs> it's but Italian. I don't know. How to, I don't know any. I don't know any French. Um, <laughs> I love it. I love this beret. I love this look. I love the leather jacket. I love her booties. I love her hair. Like she has all of her hair like bunched up to the side. Um, gorgeous, stunning, never been seen before. Uh, Kayla, what do you think? What do you think? I also fuck with it. I like the all black. The hat's not my favorite, um, but the hair definitely like swooped to the side so you can see her neck. She's definitely mm-hmm. giving off like sexy vibes, which is weird to say because she's young, but I feel like that's what she was going for and she nailed it. So. Yeah, yeah. Why can't Topanga dress like this every day? Yeah, this is not her typical, like, crunchy granola outfit. This is, like, I'm a bad bitch and I know it. Like, she was, like, singing Demi Lovato's Confident. Like, if that mm-hmm. song would have been out, that mm-hmm. was what she would have been singing. Yeah. Um. So, let me think. Hold on. Let me look through this real quick. Okay. Actually, I only had two for the 90s category this time. And I have three for the timeless. So, uh, who do we want to give? I feel like I know who you're going to give to. I mean, obviously, <laughs> Eric. As if. <laughs> I felt like it was going to be. I mean, come on. In this episode, it's so iconic. Like, it has to yeah. be the Topanga outfit. I mean, let like, Kayla answer the question. Sorry, Kayla. Kayla. <laughs> Which one? Let's go with Topanga for sure. That's my pick. Woo! There you go. There we go. All right. Congrats to Topanga. Um, on to the Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness for the most timeless outfit. Starting off here with Amy. Uh, this is when she's talking to Eric in the kitchen. We finally see a dark wash denim on Amy. What is our life? Um, they're kind what? of high-waisted, uh, look to be like a red Converse type of shoe. Um, and then she is wearing a red and white plaid button-down cuffed up onto the elbow and then obviously ignore the hair it is always 90s all the time from amy um but it looks like it's at least half up half down so it doesn't look as 90s as it usually does uh kayla what do you think of amy's outfit here i like it when you can't see the bottom half i'm always here for that type of top i don't really like how Mm. it's tucked into her jeans like that but overall i like it I always usually like Amy's outfits when she dresses like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like this shirt. It looks so comfortable. Like, maybe it used to be Alan's shirt that she, like, repurposed into her own to just be, like, a cozy hangout shirt. Um, I am excited to see a dark wash pant. Um, Converse is timeless as well. People still wear the timeless, but I think you're right, Kayla. Like the star of this outfit is definitely that plaid shirt that is just relaxed enough where it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like, it, it looks very cozy. Yes. Uh, next up we have Sean on his way out to the dance. Um, I chose this outfit because he's wearing like a typical black pant could be a black denim. It's hard to tell his black boots, which he usually wears, but this jacket we have not seen from Sean. He's usually a leather jacket guy, but he handed the leather jacket over to Corey today and he is rocking a dark, dark plaid. It is like black and red, um, but it looks like more heavier jacket and it has like a leather collar on it, like leather, I don't know, lapels. What do you call them? I guess it's collar. Um, and I just thought that that I totally could see like a hipster wearing nowadays. Mm. Like it gave me very much hipster vibes. Am I right, Sarah? 
I don't know if hipsters are still a thing, but this jacket. Well, I don't know. I'm old. I, I yeah, like this is a very interesting jacket. Like I've never seen anything quite like it before, where it's plaid and has that leather collar. It's very mm-hmm. intriguing, and for him to go out in this outfit um to a school dance i wonder like maybe this is jonathan's jacket like where did he get this from oh i like this theory yeah, yeah i could see that kayla what yeah. do you think of this one i low-key can't see it but from the way you described it the jacket sounds great <laughs> it's so it looks like it <laughs> It looks like it doesn't fit him that I well. I and I remember more. not liking what's underneath it, but. Oh, it's hideous, which is why I didn't include it. Because I couldn't. Every time Sean wears vests, <laughs> I want to throw him through a window. They're so awful. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. Um, and last up, uh, we have Miss Hillary here making her return to the show. Um, this is her dance outfit, obviously. So we see her outside. She's wearing these little black booties. Um, she also has a leather jacket. Like I said, very popular, very like a baggy, um, kind of like a 90s look, because I feel like now you definitely see it a bit more tailored, a bit more tight, um, probably cropped as well. She's do it has a middle part. Her hair is highlighted. But like, I feel like you could easily see this hairstyle now um, and her dress was a long sleeve form fitted gray um, dress that kind of flares out at the bottom. But again, like I feel like you could see this easily in like the fall or something like this seems Mm -hmm. like a very fall dress to me. Yeah. Now it is half an inch big, but I feel like it's a skater skirt with like a green olivey like long sleeve shirt tucked in it. I don't know if it's <gasps> no. Uh, this is all one. You think it's all one? It's all one piece. It's the it same looks, color. Uh, it looks like it's also a turtleneck. I can't tell, but <laughs> I like the. It is essence. definitely. It's like a mock turtleneck. You could tell in the top. Photo, I like yeah. the essence. I like the booty. I like the jacket. Kayla, what do you think about this one? I love all the vibes. I would wear that right now. So I like that one a lot. Yeah. 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 I style. I think my vote is for uh, Hillary, a.k.a. Mina Swarovski Crystal. (laughs) (laughs) I second that. (laughs) All right. So congratulations to Hillary. Um, She now has the point. Maybe we'll see her again. You never know, I guess. (laughs) Um, So that was the fashion hour. So we have uh, Topanga and Hillary were the winners this week. Congratulations, ladies. You deserved it. Woo. I love winners. (laughs) I love to win. I love a winner. Winning moment. Yes. So thank you so much, Kayla, for coming on. This was a really enjoyable episode, and I'm so happy you were here to talk. Uh, break it all down for us, you know, all the relationship drama, all the tea. Um, Thanks I, for I like this me. one. This I'm fun. excited for what's to come up. Yes. Um, so what do you have going on, Kayla? Where can people find you? What have you been up to? Um, I'm taking a social media break, so not a whole lot. This is it. Good. Well deserved. No, like that's amazing. I really, really, really think that everybody should do that. I need to take a social media break. I haven't done that in a really long you time. You can't because you're a social media manager. Oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. Can't do it. You can on your personal, but not on this one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, honestly, and I have to do it for my day job, too. So never mind. No breaks for me. But I'm really happy for you, Kayla. No social media. But we can appreciate you. And the people, all of your fans have not forgotten about you. They are still hyped. 
Shout so. out to all my fans. Y'all keep me going. You Thank go. you. <laughs> to the peeps. Never yes. forget you. <laughs> Uh, and as always, you can always send in feedback, shit90spod at gmail.com, at shit90spod, Twitter and Instagram. Sarah, what else do we have coming up this week on the podcast? We are oh. finishing up July here. Yeah, so we just released our hook pod with Kevin Mahadeo. That was a lot of fun. We talked mm-hmm. a lot about Hook the movie, of course, Robin Williams and the the lure, the lore of Peter Pan, which like mm-hmm. he definitely schooled us in that. But then for our second bonus pod of the month, we got like a sneaky one in. We are covering Sleepless in Seattle with MJC. If you remember, we covered um, You've Got Mail with MJC. Uh, and that was probably one of like our favorite podcasts because it was a mess and Jessica hated You've Got yeah, Mail. So I'm, really quite, fun. I'm quite interested to see what you think of Sleepless in Seattle since you hate Tom Hanks so much. I don't. I love Tom Hanks. You just keep making me watch movies in which he's awful. Like he's mean and terrible. So, so hopefully we'll hopefully, see. We'll see. This is our third Tom Hanks movie and we'll see if you hate him in this movie as well. Um, aside from that, Boy Meets World every Thursday we got Dawson's Creek coming out every Monday. Um, yes, big episode coming up for us to cover. No spoilers oh in case people God. want to listen or go back of and watch Dawson's anything, Creek. Yeah, I've yes. my life. <laughs> my life is ruined. <laughs> She's not being dramatic. She feels that way. So definitely give that a listen because that, that podcast is going to be very fun. We're going to record that later this week. Um, yes, so this was great. Thank you again to Caleb for coming on. We we love a repeat guest, especially somebody who comes back again on Boy Meets World. We look forward to the next episode you're going to cover with us. Who knows what it'll be, but we'll figure it out. Um, thank you all for listening. We will be back again next Thursday. Have a good one, everybody. Bye. Just ask. Shit 90 shows taught me.